Hi everyone, welcome back to Zillennial Archives. I'm here with Elise. We're here for episode eight, and the topic for today is how to deal with anxiety. So this is an interesting topic because I'm sure most people have experience with it. It's a very common feeling, like adjective, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to start off by defining what anxiety is. So Elise and I just pulled a couple of definitions from the dictionary. So I'm just going to read the first part as a noun, right, Elise? Yes. So anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Yes. Or there is also a secondary definition, meaning the desire to do something typically accompanied by unease. So I think a lot of us have some experience with anxiety, whether it be um, a short term or long term, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, just to preface, there's the actual definition of what what it is. Yeah, I also um, picked up a, the Urban Dictionary definition because I always think those are interesting. <laughs> and it also describes it in like a better way that's like more like modern, you know? <laughs> of but course. it says, imagine hanging out with all your best friends. You're having the time of your life with them. It's a nice sunshiny day. Then all of a sudden a dark cloud sweeps over you and all of your friends disappear and a recorder goes off in your head reminding you of horrible memories, tasks you have yet to accomplish and insults that you've been told before. When you have anxiety, all the fun stops immediately and all you think about is the bad stuff. So that was kind of (laughs) dark. That was a little bit dark, but like- Yeah, but it was the top No, in reality though, like that is such a better way to explain it because this actual- definition a feeling of worry nervousness or unease it sounds like so much more lighthearted than I feel like it is in the moment and that kind of really takes you into the moment of like feeling anxious you know yeah I mean you could also have different degrees of it like some people are lightly anxious and some people are like really anxious so I think it shows that there's a wide range of how you can feel it but yeah. the Urban Dictionary definition was definitely very dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a perfect segue. So what does your anxiety feel like to you personally? Okay, so I have a lot of symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, tell us about, I'm gonna read tell all, us about I'm gonna your problem. Okay. This is so actually a therapy least. session. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when I tend to have anxiety, I have a lot of like physical symptoms, not really... I mean, I guess it goes hand in hand with like physical and mental. So number one, I get like butterflies in my stomach, meaning like my, I feel like my whole body is like tingling almost and like buzzing. (laughs) Cause I like, I don't know. The only time I get butterflies in my stomach is when I have anxiety Mm -hmm. and then it like kind of transfers all throughout my body and my body just feels like it's like lightly tingling and I just... I don't know how to explain it. Oh, you know that freaking, like, um, that one character from Charlie Brown, that little dirty boy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, like, little, um, like, the gnats, like, follow him in that little, like, ball of, like, 
Oh yes. Tangledness. Like that's how my body feels like that little ball of like tangledness. Yeah. And then, um, personally, when I drink coffee, my art starts to twitch, <laughs> which, um, yeah, that can also be because of lack of sleep, but sometimes it's because of anxiety and drinking too much coffee. My heartbeat kind of like picks up a pace. Um, another really horrible symptom that I have is I feel like someone's like sitting on my chest Mm. and like I feel like I can't breathe sometimes like I just feel like it's harder for me to breathe yeah and then I feel like very like panicked like oh my god I have to go to the grocery store or like oh my god I have to like do this Erin and Mm. then I feel like I can't stop those thoughts like I'm just like very like panicked about like all the tasks I have to do and like whatever maybe trigger that anxiety so that's me personally what about you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I definitely have a lot of different degrees of anxiety. Um, I, I really didn't experience anxiety except for situationally until like probably like two years ago, like through. You never experienced pandemic. it until recently? Um, I would have really bad situational anxiety, like public speaking. And that oh. was honestly the main thing that would give me anxiety. I essentially had like the opposite of anxiety. Like nothing could like stress me out a lot. <laughs> but um so I'll I'll talk about that first, which okay. so situationally, one thing that comes to mind is like public speaking or like being in front of like a group of people. Uh I will also get physical symptoms, which Emily has definitely seen before. I will get hives and turn extremely red, which is just really embarrassing. So every time I've ever had to like do some sort of presentation, I'll wear like a turtleneck so people can't see that. Cause on top of that, where you can actually see my anxiety, <laughs> I also will get very sweaty. My heartbeat like will get extremely fast my ears will almost start ringing to oh wow degree if it gets really stressful uh and I feel the same way like my heart will just be beating so fast and I'll be like very very panicky it's like fight or flight for me in those types of situations um and that's like that's only every once in a while that happens and I feel like I almost can like if something really bad were to happen, I would like black out almost and kind of like forget what even happened because I was so stressed. But that is situationally. And then generally when I have anxiety now, since I don't really have to be in those types of situations anymore, I will feel the best way to describe it would be like, I guess, paralysis. Like my anxiety will like stop me from doing things because it'll make me like feel so much pressure from so many different angles and I feel like I can't do anything at all and another way that kind of helps to describe how it gets to that point for me is my ADHD uh, since it makes it hard for me to like complete tasks and like prioritize things in general when I have too much stuff on my plate and it becomes overwhelming I will just like shut down and do nothing and then I'll experience all of those sim- symptoms still which is like really rough but I've been become a lot better at managing it recently so now it's more so like more like social anxiety where I'll be like like stressed and not know what to do and just be thinking everyone's staring at me 
and stuff along those lines okay so then i guess i'll talk about like more in depth of what actually gives me anxiety since i did touch on it a little bit there um public speaking number one (laughs) um the worst stresses me out more than anything else and it's very funny because as a gemini i am kind of an attention whore but if you make me stand alone in front of a room something about it something about it is very um stressful to me I don't know why but I think you like attention behind the screen (laughs) oh my god yeah maybe I like attention like I'm in a group and there's other people also there I feel very comfortable standing in front of like a lot of people but if it's just me I don't know what it is but I feel like in theory I should like it, but I don't. Every time I do it, it's like a fi- I have a physical reaction, which makes it way worse. But in my head, I'm I'm like, it's not that bad. Relax. <laughs> so that's number one of what gives me anxiety. Other than that, um, I get I've gotten extremely anxious before just thinking about the world, <laughs> which sounds kind of dramatic, but things like the news specifically make me extremely anxious because some people find comfort I think in feeling like you're like a small part of the world but it would stress me out in the past thinking about how like I can't do anything about everything even though maybe in theory I would want to and I don't really have power over the world (laughs) and then I do have ever since the pandemic I have very I don't want to say mild social anxiety but I have social anxiety in the way where unless somebody speaks to me I will be dead silent and be stressed but the second somebody says a word to me and like breaks the awkwardness I'm like completely fine so yeah what 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 gives you anxiety besides your coffee well coffee doesn't give me anxiety it's when I have anxiety and I happen to drink a cup of coffee it triggers my eye twitches. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's good. I would say for me, it's like whenever there is like a drastic life change. So if, I don't know, if I like got pregnant. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I would have anxiety. Like, I just feel like, like one of those like really big, like life events that changes your life drastically. I feel like that would trigger my anxiety um there's specific people in my life that I necessarily like can't like Mm. cut out um but I still like love them but I can't cut them out necessarily so like there's certain people that trigger it just because maybe like I don't necessarily get along with their personality type or they act a certain type of way that like makes me feel anxious that's Um, a good one that I didn't think about too are there people that give you anxiety uh yeah for sure especially in like environments where you can't really control the people you're around then I feel yeah like that, exactly. that's like the worst because you kind of like you said you can't just like cut them out as much as you might want to <laughs> right right so another one is like anytime I feel unsafe I feel like I'm very I'm a very paranoid person when it comes to like getting human trafficked or like getting assaulted by scary men mm. or whoever so like there's situations where like I'll notice that I'm like walking on a street and like no one's around me and like I'll start like thinking like 
okay, like start looking over your shoulder like every two seconds. And like, I get anxiety when I feel unsafe, like at nighttime or like in deserted areas or if like I'm walking to my car and like no one's around, like stuff like that. Mm, yeah. Um, also sometimes, this is more so in the past, but I get anxiety like at work because sometimes it's hard to compartmentalize like your life versus, you know, work life. Yes. So work would give me anxiety because you work, well, I worked with really people I didn't necessarily care for and like just the nature of the work itself. Um, I have an issue. I, I don't know why I should probably do like a let, what's it called? A past life regression. Yeah. But I have never, okay, before last week, I have never been in a car accident. So there was no reason for me to be scared of cars. But my whole life, I've been really scared of cars, which is why I didn't get my license till I was 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like car, like driving, like driving gives me anxiety. And then like observe, if I'm, even if I'm in the passenger seat, observing other cars around me give me anxiety. So like, I would just say cars in general give me anxiety. Yeah. Um, so like anytime something scary happens, that triggers it. And then being on my phone or laptop for too, like too long gives me anxiety. Mm. Like if I did not go outside for an entire week, which has happened before. And I've just been literally like binge watching shows or on Instagram or like Googling like online shopping or something like too much screen time will trigger that. Yes. And I'll feel really bad at the end of the week and like almost sick in a way. Yeah. That's definitely another thing I can relate to, too, that I didn't think of. There's so many things in life that can give you anxiety, but those are my main ones. So then what's the worst part of anxiety for you? For me, it's the physical symptoms. I know that it's temporary. I know it's going to go away, but I think it's like, I don't know when it's going to go away. And I physically hate this. Like, I hate when my eye twitches. I hate feeling like my whole body's tingling. I hate that. I feel like an elephant sitting in my chest. I hate the physical symptoms of it. Yeah. More so than the mental. The Feeling physical sick. is what bothers me. Yeah, I feel sick. I literally just feel sick to my stomach when I have anxiety. And yeah. I no one wants to feel sick physically. What about you? What is the worst part for you? The worst part for me is that when I have really bad anxiety, it really pushes me just like down into like a darker hole. Because it's kind of like a chain reaction. So this this is how I found out I actually um have ADHD is because they were kind of trying to see if I was just generally depressed or if there was something else that was making me depressed and the thing that they decided was making me depressed was my inability to function normally and kind of like figure out how to prioritize things and actually take action on things that I want to do because I would just constantly be behind on like deadlines I'd always be late I'd always forget things and I would feel so guilty about it and just it made me feel like dumb essentially and then that pushed me into feeling bad about myself and just like being depressed but that's the worst part of it because after then being like depressed I would switch in between being depressed and being severely anxious because it was like I can't do all the stuff I can't figure out why I can't do all the stuff that I want to do and then I would just feel like such crippling anxiety I would do nothing and I would just like sit there 
and be like take no action to make myself feel better so that's the worst part for me I've definitely found better ways to deal with it now but I can whenever I end up just like paralyzed by it that's the worst part and that's like when it gets really bad so when you officially found out you had ADHD um and then you addressed it did your life significantly improve uh yes a thousand times (laughs) a Mm. thousand times over because I was able to after getting medication like I was able to become so much more organized than I was previously and I can't even say right now that I'm like the most organized person in the world but like I can't even explain how awry everything in my life was because there were bills I would forget to pay I would forget to enroll in college classes I would miss all these appointments I would lose everything everything would always be a mess I would forget things constantly always be late I had no time management skills whatsoever and honestly over the last like four five years is probably like I completely learned how to do all of that I never knew how to do any of that before which sounds like so stupid but I've never I had never studied for a single test until I got diagnosed with ADHD and was able to get medication I had never studied for a single test which is just crazy to me and like the amount of agendas that I have that are blank in journals and my notebooks like I just don't understand how nobody noticed earlier in my life because there were so many signs there blame your parents no they just didn't care they they always just thought I was lazy because you'd open my notebook and it would literally just be drawings of like eyeballs. That's all it is. There would be no notes. It would be eyeballs. Well, draw it the- kind of went undiagnosed because your parents didn't really take action and then teachers or didn't either. So like, it, you know, yeah, because I, I like- feel like I feel like there's millions and millions of people out there who have ADHD, but it's undiagnosed. Yeah. So I think it's something that like if either your parents super on top of it and they like went to take you to get testing or you took it upon yourself as an adult yeah and because I feel like I know people who have it but (laughs) not not like um professionally diagnosed Mm. if that makes sense I think there's many people out there who like have it but they don't realize that they do yeah and I mean it's really hard to like diagnose it too because then there's also people who don't have it and then get diagnosed with it because it's like if you're depressed you might get accidentally diagnosed with ADHD or like the other way around yeah so that's like the worst part is the spiral Mm -hmm. the downward spiral (laughs) to sum it up the downward the downward spiral of your lifestyle yes exactly and the whole okay. the ang- the anxiety would put me in because it would be like so general at that point it'd be like every part of my life was giving me anxiety <laughs> well I found some healthy ways to cope with that though what about you I found many many ways it's gonna be a long chat Ooh, okay see well, well we can go back and forth yeah because I feel like I have a robust list yeah maybe some of mine will even be similar to yours yeah. So, all right, you can kick it off. So one of the 
main ones and top ones is exercise Mm -hmm. specifically like hardcore cardio like I want my heart to like feel like it's gonna explode and I want (laughs) to sweat and I want to like get it out because if I like tire my body out and I get all all that pent-up anxiety and aggression I feel so much better after Mm -hmm. so I think specifically running because whenever I, I run I listen to rap music so like just like going for a nice long run and like being out of breath and like listening to rap music is a vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, it really clears your head. Yeah. If you want to go the opposite way, you could do yoga because that's a form of like um, meditation. So maybe some yoga, maybe like add in some hot yoga to get a mix of both the cardio and like the relaxation of aspect of yoga. Mm-hmm. And I think just any physical movement in general, just exercise really helps keep you grounded and alleviate some anxiety I was gonna say the same thing like I specifically do yoga and in the summer when I can run I also run and it's like I really hate I I I don't like saying I hate exercising I hate the beginning part of it but then when I actually start doing it and afterwards I'm like wow that was great but it's so difficult to do but it really does help you did mention like yoga so I do love doing yoga and I specifically do like power yoga for the most part. I take like hot yoga classes, which are amazing. And I love them very much. It is at the same time, kind of like a meditation sort of thing. Like Emily mentioned, it really makes you be mindful of like your surroundings and like your body, but you can also meditate without doing yoga, which has been Mm -hmm. extremely helpful for me. I've tried to do it for a long time, but my therapist actually ended up like being like, hey, you should really do this because it's one of those things that when you can actually figure out how to do it, your life significantly improves. And that just has to do with sort of being able to control your thoughts and like calm down your brain yourself internally. And it makes you more resistant to like the outside noise that gives you that anxiety and you can like calm yourself down with it. I think that's probably my number one before like exercise because meditation. Yeah. Meditation was also my list. Um, Like you said, meditation is about practicing mindfulness you're focusing on the moment and also like being in tune with your body and then all the thoughts kind of just have to like flow out of your brain and also I think going hand in hand with that was like just breath work so that's like goes with yoga meditation like focusing on your breath really like calms down your heart rate and lets you be present and there's so many meditation apps that you can utilize one that I used to subscribe to but it got kind of expensive and but I thought it was amazing was unplug meditation Mm, I never used that Um, before but since I discontinued my subscription I just do like the guided meditations on YouTube and I think that works just as well if you're not like disciplined enough to do a self-guided one I don't think I'm not yeah what's your favorite video to do um I don't have a specific like channel or video that I do because I I usually do new ones every day oh really there's like yeah there's hundreds and hundreds so I'll just pick a new video every day what's another one of your favorites besides meditation my next one is reading um I used to love reading as a kid 
And one of my resolutions as of maybe like a few years ago has been to read more, which I have been. I try to read every day, but I think for me, reading gives me like something else to focus on besides my thoughts because I'm like reading someone else's thoughts basically, you know? Yeah, true. And it takes your mind off of reality, even if it's just for a little bit. So if you're reading um, fiction, obviously you're focusing on the reality inside the books. So, like you're living inside the book almost. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's nonfiction, you're reading like someone's thoughts, if it's like a self-help book or something. So it just gives you your brain something else to focus on besides those thoughts that are giving you anxiety initially that's a good way to put it because you do read so much more than I think anyone I know and I've been trying I read it every to be- day yeah because I, I became addicted to it again because I forgot about it for so mm, long yeah that used to be such a thing for me as a kid too and I'm trying to get back into it but how, how much do you usually read in a day oh like 30 minutes a- to an hour Oh, really? I was going to say, do you have like a time goal or like a amount of pages you try to read it in the beginning or did you just? Oh, in the beginning, I would force myself to read at least one chapter. Oh, okay. Okay. And so like, cause like, it's hard to get into it again. Cause you're just like, oh, I'd rather scroll on Instagram or oh, I'd rather like go to sleep, but I would force myself to read like one chapter at least. And then I could go to bed. And yeah. so I just kept doing it. And then after the one chapter started fading away, I actually started wanting just to keep going. Like after I finished, I was like, no, I want another one. And then I'd be like, no, I don't want another one. So yeah, yeah. it just is like training yourself to like, like it again, I guess. Yeah. That's how I am. Cause I'll be like, it'll be sitting there and I'll look at it and I'll be like, Ugh. but then once I pick it up, I'll, I can read like a hundred pages at a time or like, I can finish a whole book like sitting basically but the act of picking it up is like very difficult for me (laughs) but I've been forcing myself I've been getting better so that's good what is another one for you my next one would be journaling which is kind of that was my next one oh my gosh we really have the same same thoughts for you but basically it's kind of like the opposite of what we were just saying it like makes you only focus on your thoughts because but it lets you like put them out and then once they're out of your brain you're writing them on paper it kind of like allows you to filter through them better and sort of be like oh and and just kind of like it's like a what do people call it a mind dump that's Mm -hmm. that's the way that I usually look at it and it really helps a lot especially like when you're not really sure what you're stressed about either yeah that was well said um it's just like a mind dump and it's almost like a transfer of energy like this energy of anxiety and like negative feelings is like going out onto the paper yeah and then it allows you to like get everything out and then not focus on it after you get it out well I mean you'll still focus on it but not to the extent that you maybe were before you had journaled yes and then like you can be like okay what's actually important to focus on out of all the stuff I wrote down well okay so hopefully you don't copy my next one just kidding <laughs> so it might next, be it might be the yeah, same my next one is going to be keeping organized no <laughs> okay okay so staying organized and staying on top of my stuff and also clean like in my space specifically 
it really helps me so much with like anxiety and just like I feel like if my my space is a direct reflection of what is going on inside my head so if my room is like super super messy everything's just gonna end up like becoming a lot more stressful for me like if I can't find something in my room I've heard that that's beneficial to a lot of people I don't know how you feel about that um I mean I definitely think having a clean space is important but Mm -hmm. I don't think it really affects me that much because my yeah I don't know my room's very always messy (laughs) (laughs) it's always like horrible okay so what's your next one Uh, My next one is talking to someone. So like talking to your friends, your family, or like even like a therapist, just like talking to anyone and like kind of verbalizing um, if whoever you feel comfortable with, obviously Mm -hmm. um, verbalizing why you feel anxious or what's stressing you out. That really helps because it's like, you know, a little companion that you can vent to and then they just listen and it just feels good to get it out that way too yeah yeah that's a good point a voice memo definitely helps you get yeah it out. talk to your friends talk to your family voice memos to your friends <laughs> yes next up up on here is going to be I feel like you're already going to say this one but like being in nature and going outside which yes that was my me, next one yeah oh my gosh for me this goes hand in hand with like running because I only really like running outside for this reason just like fresh air it you feel like so much more grounded when you are in nature and everything's so much slower and more beautiful and yeah being in nature in general it's a really really big one which probably should be towards the top of the list for me it's like taking a walk in the woods or like hiking and then yeah. swimming in the ocean is a big one. Like if I feel really sick with anxiety, I will just go swimming in the ocean. And like, it literally changes my mood, like 180, like it flips it all around. Um, have you ever heard of the word or the term earthing, Elise? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I've always, because whenever I felt anxious, I, I always like kind of turned to nature. As cheesy as that sounds, like hiking, walks in the woods, swimming. Um, but when I got my last haircut, my hairdresser was talking to me about it. And I was like, she's like, have you ever heard of that term? And I was like, no, I've never heard of it before. And then, cause we were talking about being in nature and how like, it feels amazing. Like you can't even describe the energy that you feel. Mm-hmm. And then I Googled it and I like read more about it. And I just thought it was so interesting. Cause it's like, for me, I feel like it's hundred percent accurate. So another term for it is grounding. And then I'm going to read off this little definition. It refers to contact with the earth's surface electrons by walking barefoot outside or sitting, working or sleeping indoors, connected to conductive systems. Some of them patented that transfer the energy from the ground into the body. So it's basically whenever your physical body is making contact with the earth in some type of way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's what earthing is basically. Okay, next up, it's very simple, but if you do have situational anxiety, um, just remove yourself from the situation <laughs> or the person who's causing it. It's very simple. And I know sometimes it's not always that simple, but like um, if it is situational, because like sometimes if it's a person that's causing anxiety, I just will walk away from that person and not speak to them. And then it goes away. Yeah. 
honestly it doesn't feel that simple but sometimes it really is yes <laughs> do you have any more on your list Elise? yes i have one final note which is probably sometimes unhealthy also but also healthy and it would be to sleep or take a nap sometimes you just fall asleep and you wake up the next day and you're like wow it's really not that deep that's my that's final, a good one my final coping mechanism for anxiety do you have any more um yeah I have one more but this is something that's kind of newer to me and I don't really have that much experience with with it but one of the youtubers slash influencers I follow her name is Jen M she's Mm. a recent like new mom and sometimes when people have babies they deal with postpartum depression um so she had to go through that after she had her newborn and so her husband I forgot what the what exactly his lifestyle slash routine is but basically every morning they because she was dealing with it he like told her like try this thing that I do to help deal with anxiety and so every morning they do like a cold plunge Mm. and they do they focus on breath work um but also there's really there's a lot of lot of benefits to cold plunges or even cold showers like Mm -hmm. the if you were to google it the list is like super super long but in terms of like anxiety it increases the cold water or the cold showers increases your endorphins um in your brain and so it can alleviate the anxiety so like I it's something I I only did it once so far and I didn't obviously didn't really notice that much of a difference because I haven't been consistent Mm. with it but I heard cold showers and cold plunges really really help it seems like we have a lot of the same methods that we use to cope with it for the most part would you say you have general anxiety or an anxiety disorder and we can kind of talk about the difference between the two of them I okay personally I would say I have general anxiety and I've only ever had like situational anxiety up until or honestly I still only have situational anxiety but there was a period of time where I had really bad situational anxiety but I'm generally not an anxious person if anything I feel like I've my entire life I've been the opposite of anxious in specific situations I'm just like they like I guess trigger me is the best word to use that will make me very stressed out there was a extended period of time where I had really bad anxiety but I do not have anxiety disorder what about you um I think for me it's a little bit of both I think generally I have anxiety but it's more situational like you said like I'm I'm generally not an anxious person but like if something an event were to happen that causes me stress or causes me to worry I will get anxiety about it but it usually goes away um really quickly or especially if I like practice those like coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. and I feel like low-key this is me self-diagnosing myself but like I feel like I'm pretty sure I have it but not to the extent where it's like really affecting my life too terribly is like OCD Mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty much it for me I I just thought that you were gonna say something about it too not OCD but like something else like social anxiety or like how you're like a hypochondriac because I I feel like you are anxious a lot but I don't know 
Maybe that's just my impression of you. Um, situationally, I think I have been extremely anxious over probably like the last year or two. So but the pandemic not, just heightened it, you think? Yeah, I never, honestly, I never really experienced anxiety until the pandemic um, mm. in general, <laughs> which is like kind of crazy to say. And then I also was, um, as a result of my relationship, I had kind of absorbed a lot of their, they actually diagnosed with like severe anxiety after a long period of time, like being together I started to like pick up on like parts of it like I would have to be a little bit stressed out otherwise they would get annoyed so be like why are you not annoyed or why are you not stressed why are you so calm but and that's how it kind of like escalated and then the pandemic probably would have given me like my anxiety if like apart from this situation but that situation paired with the pandemic made me so stressed but I've never been an anxious person and I've also never been a hypochondriac like in general like maybe I'm a hypochondriac about like my health issues but I've always kind of been like oh my god maybe I'm gonna die but like I don't really care about it. <laughs> like I don't like that's even right, lovely that's lovely like, even even right now like I have all these health issues but like I'm not stressed about them I'm just like oh my gosh like that's pretty bad but I'm not like losing sleep over them at all they, they wouldn't be something oh. to give me anxiety COVID okay I see so did. like you are constantly concerned about your health but you're not anxious about it yes exactly that's how I would describe it because I'm like I okay, want to be gotcha. at like the peak of like health and if I'm tired I'm like uh like I need to go to the doctor and figure out why I'm tired but I'm not thinking I'm going to be like having cancer or something. Like I think I'm going to be like, oh, they're going to tell me I have to take more vitamins and it's going to make my life easier. So then I'd like mm. go, <laughs> if that makes sense. I Maybe I just like- Yes, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's one of your favorite, maybe it's one of your hobbies. <laughs> maybe it is. I feel like honestly, I just always want to know what's like wrong. I'm like, just tell me. It'll it'd be interesting to figure it out. But okay. So in terms of general anxiety, it's kind of self-explanatory. And then there's many different anxiety disorders. Some examples and top ones that a lot of people have are OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder characterized by unreasonable thoughts and fears or obsessions that lead to compulsive behaviors. This can vary throughout life, which I feel like I have. This is me self-diagnosing myself, by the way. Social anxiety is another big one. Um, It's a type of anxiety that causes extreme fear in social settings. People with this disorder have trouble talking to people, meeting new people, attending social gatherings. They fear being judged or scrutinized by others. And then another one, um, I'm just giving some examples, guys. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, This can happen with people who've experienced or witnessed a traumatic event like a natural disaster, serious accident, terrorist act, war, or been assaulted or threatened with death or sexual violence, et cetera. Anything traumatic that has happened to you can also trigger that. So that's the difference. So many different. Those are the top ones that I kind of rattled off. There's like so many options with being able to cope with it, especially if it's like more mild 
or if you do have more severe anxiety, that is definitely something to go to like psychiatrist or therapist about to like get more actual serious help because at the end of the day, it is like a disorder. And um, if it's like that debilitating to your life, it's definitely something worth getting checked out as even if it is scary do you have any final notes I don't have any final notes no okay well anxiety is a thing and most people experience it so these are just our thoughts on it a nice segue we can talk about our favorites for the week what do you think about that (laughs) um it's making me anxious (laughs) I'm just kidding no Um, I'm excited I have two favorites this week so yay me Ooh, more than one more than one I only have yeah one lately week. lately I've only been having one because like nothing's really been wowing me lately yeah I was pondering on what my favorite would be and you always have three one. at least no I only have you one always do I know I'm shocked yeah I know you didn't spend any money this week no I did not really no that's surprising well, I did, but it didn't come in the mail yet, so. Oh, okay. Then that'll be favorite for next week, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I'll start it off then, I guess, since I only have one. So mine is going to be Jerf Avenue, which um, I impulsively, not so impulsively, bought something from. It's a, it was a staple piece. I would like to think of it as an investment piece. Um, but I specifically bought this jacket from them and I have worn it multiple times a week ever since I bought it when I say this is like the nicest piece of clothing I have ever put on it's just the construction and the quality of it is like immaculate and I'm just obsessed with it and it fits so well and you can tell there's like so much love put into making it and I'm just obsessed with it and I have no regrets about purchasing it at all but it's called the first choice jacket in cream and I would love to buy something else from them in the future but it's not really in my budget to do that at the moment that's my favorite for the week very nice okay moving on my first favorite for the week is adopting trees um what I saw that in her story and it was so cute yeah so when I was in Seattle there was like this local vendor slash artist store and one of the items in the store was like this 30-day challenge but there's like different types of 30-day challenges and so I personally am really interested in like the environment and being green so one of it was like a 30-day go green challenge so my challenge yesterday was to adopt a tree and I really wanted to adopt a tree. You could adopt a tree anywhere in the world for like any price point, but I really wanted to adopt one here in Hawaii. And I was searching for all these through all these websites and all these like nonprofits and all the trees were so expensive. They were like a hundred dollars and up. Aww. But I found this website, Maui Forest Birds, and they have affordable trees to adopt. I think the price ranges from like 10 to 100. And so basically their mission in terms of forest restoration, because they focus on like the forest bird, it's the longtime persistence of Kiwi Q and other native forest birds requires more habitat, 
our organization and its partners are hard at work to enhance and restore native forests and the leeward slopes of Haleakala so these birds can have more room to live and grow. So they're planting my tree on um, basically the old volcano, which is Haleakala and on the island of Maui. So my my tree got planted yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, so adopting the tree is my favorite for the week. Um, My second favorite are themed cycle classes. Ooh. If anyone knows me, I love a good theme in general. Like I love themed parties, I love themed outfits, etc. So of course I'm gonna love themed cycle classes. The first one I ever took was when I was back home. I took like a post Malone cycle class, and I love post Malone. So that class was so fun. And then recently here, I've been going to cycling classes at my studio. So I did another one during Christmas that was like trap miss and it was so fun. That was like probably the most fun I've had um, at a cycle mm-hmm. class. And then the one I took a few days ago was Euphoria themed. That was really Ooh. fun. And I think that there's one today and it's like Brittany versus Cardi. So it's kind of like, um, yeah, just like a little competition between Brittany and Cardi. But yeah, I just think that they're so fun and it's a great way to like be active yeah and have fun the euphoria theme sounds fun I want to try it maybe even though cycling kind of is not my forte I think if they played really cool music I'd be down I think you had a bad experience because I feel like you typically like the same activities as me yeah in terms of exercise because I think we went to the same studio yeah and I was like I liked the music, but I didn't like, I wasn't like, oh my God, this is amazing. I was like, oh, yeah, I love Post Malone. <laughs> okay, but okay. like, yeah, but then I tried it again here and I really like the classes that I take here. Also, I heard that Soul Cycle is completely different than like what we had back home. Oh. Like I heard Soul Cycle is its own thing. But obviously, I've never been. And then the second classes that I have here, it was different than the one that we did back home. Okay. Um, so just give it another chance, I would say. Yeah, one day I will try Soul Cycle. One day I'll I try will, that too. Yeah, I feel like that'd be really fun. I'm a yeah. lover of all workout classes. As in, Me as too. Are you. That's the best mm-hmm. way to do it, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, yeah. that sums it up. Thank you for joining us for episode eight yeah Um, give us a follow on our podcast and also on instagram at selenial archives yes we realize we have a couple new listeners so thank you for um listening we really appreciate it and let us know where you're from if we don't know you we would love to know yes we'd love to be your friends yeah we see people popping up all over the map and We don't know who they are, but (laughs) thanks for listening anyway. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.